talking plastics today. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it has been a uh, theme in a series of four or five that we've done, so clo- closing it out. Yeah, I guess so. Bit of a, Rounding yeah. it off with a bit of plastics. Bit of a sort of environment type theme, isn't it? Yeah. We've been through. Yep. We're all pretty interested in it, but plastics is a bit of a scary one, actually. Like The more you research mm. it, the more you just kind of think, man, we're in a bit of trouble here. Like Not to be Debbie Downer, but <laughs> we've got a lot of plastics <laughs> we, around. We have been they're not, a little not that bit good like for that. us. So. No, over the last few weeks, but I think people really need to know about it. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean... I well, knowledge is power, isn't it? I mean, you can make smart choices and you can obviously minimise your exposure and stuff, so... Yeah. Well, I guess, um, and that's the angle that we're sort of going with with plastics this, this episode, isn't it? About the environmental sort of aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, because we discussed in episode 21, I think it was, um, household toxins. Mm. We discussed plastics and the effect on our bodies, like endocrine disruptors and yeah. stuff like that. So Terrible for that, yeah. I, I assumed, and I've just gone down the track of, um, in my preparation more so the environmental aspect of it. Yeah, I reckon there's a few things we might touch on with... Uh, Both. It all ties yeah, in together. It all ties in, doesn't yeah. it? You can't yeah. maybe talk about one without the other a little bit. Yeah, but definitely. We'll kick it around, see where it goes. Yeah. Hey, before we do, can we just make a special mention for Mickey Mac? Yeah, you know how, Yeah, he hasn't been um, on our podcast for a while, and we've been meaning to explain to all of our listeners, all five of them... All six of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ...why he hasn't been doing it, and he's been really busy studying his... Um, his psych uh, exams, so uh, I think he's got his last one tomorrow, uh, which he's pretty happy about. And if he about. passes, he gets out of the insane asylum, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, yeah. But that's the reason why he hasn't been with us. So, miss you, Mick. Yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. forward to Most having you back on. Your uh, input, brother. Yep. So yeah, hey, you know, and last week how we started with the jokes, the nuclear, how and yeah, we, we got, got a lot of feedback about got that. Got a it's lot of good feedback, didn't we? <laughs> no <dad> jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a couple of plastic jokes if you want to, but no, I thought, what if, can I just start with a great quote? Go on then. All right. Yes. This, is, this is this guy called uh, Marco Lambertini. Uh, this is in Marco. December. He's a director general of the, um, is it the WWF International? Um, World Wrestling World Federation. World Wildlife Fund. World, World, World Wildlife Fund. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or wrestling. Yeah. I think yeah. they had to change the name, didn't they? Wrestling. <laughs> Did they? WWE, yeah, WWE, aren't they? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, right. of the WWF. Yeah. Now, Marco's not a wrestler. He's the uh, director general of WWF. He, in 2021, he said, uh, quote, not only are plastics polluting our oceans and waterways and killing marine life, it's in all of us and we can't escape consuming plastics. And this is the bit that got me. I realised that plastic had become such a part of my life that it had become invisible to me. I reckon that is so true. That just resonated with me. Yeah, you don't see it, do you? You don't realise like everything we touch, interact with. It's it's a hell of a lot of plastic. Yeah. Like I was listening to a lady um, yesterday, I think, and she did a she was a teacher. I think she was a university lecturer, and she got her students to make a note of every time they touched or interact with plastics throughout the day and keep like a photo diary like a log what a great idea and ended up doing they took all the photos and there were so many of them because you're interacting with plastic like just about every second of the day they did like this photo like mosaic of each person's day and it was hectic there was just like i mean plastic is all around us wow and like we are plastic now like i read a um recent study from 2021 that shows that um most people now have plastic in their bloodstream if you do a blood draw yep and uh, we've got it in our organs wow as well so there was no this. Um, there was a Dutch study from 2021. Half of the uh, subjects who they drew blood on, um, half of their blood contained um, polyethylene terephthalate, um, which is the plastic or one of the plastics found in drink bottles. Oh yeah. So half P-E-T. of everyone's blood. PET. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one third contained polystyrene. You know the yep. white foamy shit that all your stuff's packaged in. Yep. Uh, and a quarter of the people had uh, polyethylene in their blood. Wow. That's just from a normal blood draw, so that's crazy, isn't it? So And don't they reckon we we consume a credit card size of plastic a year? Oh yeah. Something like that. It's crazy. Like it's it's actually crazy to think that now it's it's inside of us. Like you always hear about microplastics, I always heard about it and I yeah. it's in, you know, low quality fish and stuff like that, but it seems like it's everywhere. Hard yeah. to avoid. Hard to avoid, yeah. Mm. Well I don't think you can avoid it now. It's obviously just gonna be about minimizing it, but yeah. Yeah, where do, where do we go from an environmental point of view? Well, the, there's yeah. so many of it. There was a company called Red Cycle that recycled. You could take, I don't know if you remember, remember the big bins, you could take soft plastics too at the supermarkets. Oh, yeah. And they got overwhelmed 
by the plastic because they couldn't. Yeah. They're done. They've shut down. So they, there's now nothing that recycles as soft plastics ah, in Australia. That's just going into the ground, isn't it? Yep. Wow. Yeah. And you know, and I guess it's sort of t- turned me off eating fish a little bit because a lot mm. of plastics end up in the ocean. Oh yeah. Uh, mm. And I, I sort of had a look into the the ocean pollution and 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 I, f- and I learned that two thirds of the world's plastic pollution um, in oceans come from developing countries uh, with ineffective rubbish collection. And you go to a, you go to a, you know, yeah. some Asian countries uh, or third world countries, and and there's a lot of plastic around and. Mm. And then a storm will come and, 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 and wash those plastics into drainways and then waterways and then it works its way out into the ocean. Yeah. And then over time, that, that microplastic concept, so the plastic breaks down with the, you know, the, 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 the powerful salt water and also the sun. The sun breaks the plastic down yep. into these tiny little thi- um, bits of plastic that you can't even see. Yeah. They're ingested by fish uh, and then we, we eat the fish. Yeah, you know, there's that big um swirl of plastic in the is it in the Pacific Ocean? Great, yeah, the Great Pacific, Pacific garbage, garbage patch. patch. Yeah. I think there's like five of those now, or seven or something across the world, like well, giant a, patches of garbage. I heard an ocean um, marine marine sort of biologist say that that's twice the size of Texas, three times the size of France. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I, I learned that from my son. He's doing a speech oh, at school on it. Man, on specifically that. Yeah. It's it's I don't think you can like it's hard to um imagine in your mind how big that garbage patch is. Yeah. Like I was listening to a fellow talk uh this morning just in preparation for this and he was saying there was a company that was looking into sending a fleet of ships out into the Pacific to clean up uh one of the biggest um uh, Pacific garbage patches. And they calculated if they sent out sixty seven giant ships with these giant uh booms that would sort of trawl nets through the water to collect all this plastic if they had 67 ships working day and night for a year, they would only uh, impact it by one-tenth. That is phenomenal. That's amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? That's a lot of plastic. And the thing about those um, those big collections of plastics in one area is that this marine um, biologist was saying that the plastics actually attract c- chemicals. Mm. So what you'll find is is a cloud um, uh developing around the, the, the actual physical plastic content. Mm. And so yeah. that, that uh, cloud is uh, all herbicides, pesticides, PFOS, PFOA, DDT and other chemicals yeah. that the plastics actually attract. And so forms this crowd, uh, cloud around the plastic formation. Mm. It's so not that, leaching out of the plastics. It's being sucked in from sticks elsewhere. To it. It's sticks, yeah, right. sticking, not yeah. leaching out of the plastics. It's actually wow. being attracted. So they're obviously chemicals that, you know, also get washed through waterways and, mm. and storm waters and whatever, um, attracted to that, that physical. So any chemical that's uh, like fat soluble, not water soluble, right. will stick to plastic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it acts. It, not only is it so bad in in itself, like all the compounds within plastic causing those like endocrine disrupting effects, which we touched on, like you said in an earlier podcast. But you've also got the extra burden of that plus, like you said, all the shit that it's stuck to the microplastics. Yeah. So not only Crazy. are the fish ingesting that those microplastics, they're also ingesting all those chemicals yeah. in that air. If they're in that area, they're consuming all those oh. chemicals as well. And, and it's just, oh, man. 250 pieces of rubbish in that garbage dump patch for each person on the planet. Yeah. So what do we got, 9 billion people? Work that out. And you know what? We, we did the climate change episode a couple of weeks ago and – you know, everyone's sort of so heavily focused, incorrectly, I reckon, on CO two carbon. Mm. This shit, this yeah. is this is the the issue, man. Yeah, this is this yeah. is this and glyphosate, plastics and glyphosate. I reckon are the biggest environmental and and uh, human health concerns on the planet. Yeah, I'm with you there, mate. And I think the fix for this is a lot more difficult than the fix. You know, to fix up carbon if it is a drama. Exactly, mate. I mean, because you I, I could, really do believe that. You just explained that the, the ships going out and collecting all the rubbish and it would only gather a tenth of, yeah. of the the rubbish out there. Yep. You know, that that logistically and and economically isn't going to work. Who's going to do yeah. that? I yeah. mean, what company is going to go? Oh, we're going to run sixty seven giant, you know, yeah. huge ships, yeah, day and night for a year, yeah. To impact one tenth, and that's assuming nothing else is coming in. Yeah, because that's not making anyone any money. Exactly. No. What exactly are you going to do with that? Yeah. Like, once you collect it, and then you collect it, you got to bring it in, and you got to do yeah. something with it. Yeah. Because hardly any uh, plastic is actually recycled. 
mm. like the very vast majority of it goes into landfill or it's incinerated. Yeah, yeah, both fucking terrible options. But I mean, what you know, what are your options like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and ingestion was one part of the marine life uh, issue, but entanglement was another. Mm, yeah. So a lot of marine life um gets you know tangled up in in plastics. Um, you know, a lot of fishing nets as well, which are made of some, some form of plastics as well. Mm. Um, but this got me onto um, this this biologist uh, Christine. Um, hopefully, I say her last name, Figener, F I W G E N E R, and you can YouTube search her. And she's the one that was famous for putting the um, the plastic straw extraction from the sea turtle on YouTube. Uh, so yes, she yeah, she for years one. had seen the uh, effects on uh, marine life with plastics. And so this this actual incident was the one that caused her to go, fuck this, this is bullshit. Um, this needs to go up and, and the world needs to see it. So I, I searched it up and had a look at it and it is horrendous. There's this mm. hardened plastic straw stuck all the way up this turtle's nose and they try to pull it out with um, with pliers, right? And they, they don't know what it is because it's, so, um, it's been up there for such Great, a long yeah. time and it's been degraded. So they're thinking it might be a, like a in ingrown sort of um, part of the turtle. So they cut a little bit off the end, and then they just analyze it and they open it up and have a look at it. And it's a fucking straw. It's a plastic yeah. straw that's gone hard. So they th- they're just going. F- we're going to pull this fucking thing out. So they a- eventually pull it out and save this turtle. Um, and that led to the whole worldwide banning of plastic straws. Plastic this straws. gained so much momentum that um, so many activists and fucking, you know, actors and singers and, you know, people, influencers yeah. got onto it and banned plastic straws. So you know where you go now. you got fucking, what do they use now? Like wooden uh, oh, those paper. Sort of like papery. Paper, papery yeah. straws. Yeah. Lined which with cool. PFAS, PFOA. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that the, the, the smooth lining inside it? Yeah, well, I think we've talked about that Man. before. It's on all the, you know, the takeaway can, mm. you know, if you get your hamburger wrapped in a piece of, Paper that yeah, that sort, sort of, of soft shiny lining, stick sort of slippery, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they right. do that with the the paper straw. So you know, gotcha. it's another you can't escape it, can it's you? Another evil, yeah. So when you go down this um sort of little rabbit hole with this Christine Figana thing, she's also got other <laughs> posts on there. Figana. <laughs> uh, there's another one where she talks about um she's uh, observing a female turtle laying eggs on a beach. And it can't lay the eggs. The eggs won't come out. So she has a look at it and it's got a plastic um, bag. It's been ingested, obviously. And this plastic bag is um, coming out of its ass, but preventing the eggs from coming out. So she physically removes this plastic bag from the turtle's um, uh, rear opening (laughs) uh, where the eggs are coming out, whatever you call it. And then all the eggs start flowing out. So imagine the pain of that Mm. animal. And then there's another one where there's this turtle. It's been you could tell this this netting has been cut around its neck and it's like cutting into its skin for for years and years and years. And it, there's so much footage on there, just the the dangers of plastics to marine life. Mm. Yeah. And then on land Horrendous. as well. And there's this guy. Um, let me do one more one more little thing. So it's not just marine life on land. So Dubai camels are ingesting plastic bags. Um, and there was this guy, uh, Marcus Erickson. He's a leading scientist on, on plastics and plastic pollution. He's discussing this with uh, RFK Jr. on a podcast. That was a great podcast. I really enjoyed that. Did you hear about what he was saying about yeah, the camels? Yeah, they went out into the desert and he showed him the um, yeah the bodies of all the camels or the bones where they'd Yep. Yeah, and they were going into the cavities, uh, the ch- the the um, you know, the torso cavities of these dead camels, and they were picking out thirty kilo um, plastic masses from the, from the animal's gut. And these are bloody camels in the desert. Camels in the desert. Yeah, are in- ingesting plastic bags. Thirty kilos. Thirty kilos. Wow. Yep. It's crazy. They're hungry little buggers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a camel. Plastic must eat. is tasty. Yeah. Maybe they're like goats, they just eat anything. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe, especially if they live in that sort of harsh climate, maybe they're really just, like they're coming across their yeah. little nibble. Yeah. If, if they've wrapped, been wrapped in, if they've had food wrapped in them, maybe they're... Maybe, yeah. I mean, you look at, you look at a dog, yeah. they'll, eat plast- they'll eat plastic because it smells like whatever it's been wrapped in. Yeah. You know, their olfactory senses are way better than ours. Maybe mm. maybe that's what happens, yeah. the, you know. Well, that's like, um, you know, at home in our shed, we keep... Um, 
because my missus has got horses, we keep different types of food and that, and uh, we get rats and mice. And uh, if something's in a plastic container, they'll 100% just chew through it to mm. get to it. If it's yeah. um, sort of something tasty inside they want to get yeah, to. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, everything's eating plastic, us included. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, what's the solution? Do you guys remember back in the day when you were kids, you're probably old enough, uh, you'd go to the shops and you'd get your um, groceries being a paper bag? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. Every now and then the bottom of the paper bag would fall out and you break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would yeah, lose I their I remember those days. Got to put two bags. Yeah. We definitely used to use a lot less plastic than we yeah. do now. Yeah. I think now it's at that sort of like epidemic proportions, but. There's definitely places doing um, those away and pay stores. There's a place called the Oasis Pantry mm. where you can take your glass jars in. And look, there probably needs to be some global fix to it. H- how do we fix the big garbage patch? But maybe less consumption of plastics is, is the way to go. Key, and maybe as individuals, we can have a small impact. You know, yeah. sometimes people think, well, what am I going to do? What's one man going to do by reducing their plastics? But if everyone thinks the same way, who knows? We make we make a difference that some of those bits of plastic don't go into landfill. And I honestly believe that some of the companies, the huge multi-billion dollar profiting companies, Woolworth, um, you know, Woolies, Coles, that are making all the plastics for their foods, they have some responsibility, right? Of course oh, they do. Man. Yeah. yeah. You know, they had this program with this red cycle. It was, a, it was a company, but you could take your stuff back to Coles and Woolies and go, okay, well, I've collected my soft plastics. Um, at home, we don't have any plastics, no no plastic containers. It's all glass. We sep- We were separating the plastics. We don't even wrap. Our bin is not wrapped in plastic. Mm. So, you know, your bin liner, you got to put everything in. We don't do that. We wrap it in paper. It goes straight in the bin. Smells a bit. You yeah, don't, you don't use those. Um, those sort of like corn made. What are those new? They sort of look like a plastic bag, but they're uh, not plastic. Some, yeah, those, some um, some are made of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. No. Because they don't really work all that well. Yeah, they're getting um, better. They're, yeah. 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 Terrible back in the day. They'd split every single yeah. time. Drive you nuts. Yeah. Just not throwing the whole pack away. So yeah, right. <laughs> our bins just lined with. Paper, recycled oh, yeah. paper, whatever it might be, on, yeah. newspaper. We get those. Um, who gives a crap? I don't know if you've seen those toilet paper that's yeah, not wrapped. Them. It's wrapped in paper, so we yep. line the bin with that the paper that surround the toilet paper. Oh yeah. Um, but those companies, we used to separate. Long story short, we used to be separating those soft plastics, and you'd be able to take them back to Coles. And it's maybe a bit of virtue signalling from these companies. Look what we're doing. You know, oh, yeah, we're producing these soft plastics, but you can bring them back to our store and we'll recycle them for you. Mm. Well, that was a load of horse shit because that was a separate company doing that. And then once that got a little bit too hard, they went, no, nah, we can't do it. And Coles went, oh, it's a shame. That company we used to get, they're shut down now, so we can't recycle your plastics. Yeah. Well, bullshit. You could come up with something. Yep. How about take some of that billion-dollar profit you're making Take that company over, combine with a few of them, and here we go. Yeah. Okay, we can recycle them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just incinerate them. Maybe. Who knows? You know. But maybe they sort them. Maybe they use some of them, and that's a little bit better. But I don't know. There's a lot of um, look at me, look what I'm doing, um, kind of stuff. That's smoke and mirrors. They're not actually doing anything. Yeah. They're not really making a difference on the soft plastics. They're not actually trying in their store. To reduce those plastics. Oh, they're not, mate. When you see, they're not making anything of paper. Man, no. When you've got a whole whole thing of avocados there available to choose from, but then you look over and there's two wrapped in plastic on a polystyrene tray. Fucking shits me. What the fuck yeah. is with that? That is crazy, isn't it? It's a it's a it's a fruit with a, a skin. It yep. doesn't need to be wrapped in plastic. Yep. You know? Absolutely and even, agree. And like, I think that podcast we mentioned about RF uh, RFK's podcast with that guy, he he's, he discussed um how humans now or today's society we're just so um, so driven with cleanliness and, and germs that everything, like even going to a, a, a fruit or a vegetable store now and seeing, you know, you know the odds and sods bin yeah. where, <laughs> where there's some fruit that doesn't look... Doesn't know, look cool. Doesn't look normal. Yep. 
people won't go to to use that. And he actually mentions that he said that humans will go towards the the the, the two finally um, normalized nice straight carrot straight carrot yeah, you don't yeah. Want wrapped in carrot, plastic no. than the one that's in the in the sort of odds and sods mm. bin, you yeah. know. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head, Jonesy. I think there's two points to this: the solutions is the consumer end and the and the corporate end. Yeah, I think the corporates need to take a lot more ownership on if they're going to um, do this sort of shit, like wrapping avocados in a plastic tray. Then they need to take ownership on on removing the plastic or, yep. or, or having some sort of uh, involvement in the recycling of of it or the waste removal of it. Help that, recycling, yeah. Yeah. Do, yep. you know, do you know what would end up happening though? They'd be like, all right, what we need to do is put a tax on this plastic yeah. to discourage these, um, you know, high-end companies from putting all this plastic. And where would the tax get passed down to? Yeah, it get passed down to the consumer. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to make a way to, uh, like, motivate them to come up with a solution that's not just going to end up costing us more for something yeah. that's probably going to be a crap solution. Yeah. Mm. And they don't give a fuck about the environment. They're just all about yeah. profit and shareholder uh, They're all about asking margins. for a couple of extra bucks when you go to the checkout to help with... Something or other. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't, that shits me also. Oh. It's like you're passing your, uh, whatever virtuous thing you're doing. Yeah. Look, look, uh, you could donate $2 to whoever, s- yeah. save the trees, you know, yep. the human fund. Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> you human know, fund. Classic. $2 to the human fund to, well, why don't you do that? Exactly. Why don't you take some of that profit? Yeah. You don't have to pass it on to the consumer because what you're doing is you're putting the guilt on them and saying, oh, geez, I, I should probably donate to that. Out of that That's $2, probably about 20 cents is going to the actual Exactly, charity. yeah. Mm. But yeah. I think, um, like, you know how you, 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 you see beach cleanups and bush cleanups and, and um, even those, those marine um, uh, plastic pollutions that we've just talked about. I reckon corporates, like, you know, your big supermarkets and, and all those people that wrap their goods in plastics, they need to be the ones responsible for and paying for those cleanups. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't just be up to the kids at the, little the local scout high group. school and yeah. the scouts doing yep. the cleanups. Yeah. They should be, maybe all those, those big corporations should be paying the scout group to do the cleanup for them. It shouldn't yeah. just be voluntary. You're the ones making the fucking mess. Yeah. You clean it up. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't up. And we're just doing it out of the goodness of, of our human nature because we want to live in a clean environment and we're aware of the dangers of plastics, but these corporates should be paying for it. Yeah. Financially. Definitely. Yeah. You know, something, something a little bit more responsible rather than saying, well, you know, talking the talk, yeah. but not None doing of that anything. About it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's what it is. You're right. There's nothing, there's nothing in it that they want to help the environment or help the human race. They're, what they're doing is, you know, trying to get more customers to come in and go, okay, well, I think they're doing a good th- bit for the environment. I'm going to go with them. Because if nobody said anything about it, nobody complained, they wouldn't say anything. They'd continue doing what they're doing. Yeah. The only reason they make that is, is like consumers vote with their dollar, like we talk, we talk about before. Well, oh, these big companies, they're not doing enough for the environment. I'm going to go to this other guy. But if they don't do anything, or if they, you know, they, they've got to then pretend they're doing something to get the consumers back in, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like they're genuine about what they're doing rather than just having something there to hold over the top and say, yeah, no, no, we're, we're, we've got it in your hand. You, you still yeah. shop with us because we got it covered. It's all right. Yeah. But they don't. No. No. Seems to be accelerating, if anything, the mm. use of plastic. Like, especially yeah. now, um, like I think it was you, Rue, mentioned, everyone's germaphobe these days. Everyone's terrified of anything that's not individually packaged, wrapped, <laughs> another human might have touched it at some stage. So Ooh. we've got to wrap everything. Mm. Like you said, let's wrap a fucking avocado. Like, come on, people. Yeah. You know, let's bananas put wrap- bananas in a plastic bag. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, Man, what's with that? What, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, you're peeling the skin off. Who's yeah. eating the skin of an avocado? Yeah. And and, <laughs> and just chuck your and, – and I've been at fault of this as well, of putting my, my broccoli and my collie in a plastic bag, mm. you know, um, I don't know, for freshness or whatever when I put it in the fridge. but Convenience, easy to carry. Convenience, yeah. but I guess you're just going to get over that mentality of just chucking it straight into the grocery thing. And even if the girl at the till touches it, mm. just you wash it before you eat it anyway. Yeah. You've got to wash them. And the glyphosate is all over them. You've got to wash them when you get home anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry about people touching it. 
Yeah, it's not going to be the checkout girls' here, no. yeah. germs on her fingers are going to yeah. kill you. It's going to be the glyphosate yeah. and the, all the pesticides on it. Yeah, that's right. It'll just, kill, it'll just kill you slowly and destroy your hormones in the meantime. Yeah. yeah. And your fertility. <laughs> I think the consumer, happiness. at the other end, the consumer also needs to take a big responsibility. You know, there, there's a lot of other options to use than plastics. And you've mm. you've obviously made a great um, commitment to it, Jonesy. We've done your, a, My wife's house. very, very big on that. That's awesome. Good on you. So uh, yeah. I do what I'm told. So no, it's just great, man. It's good, and, yeah. and like we're we're slowly getting rid of our plastics containers yeah. as well, and using more jars and, and glass to store our yeah. food. But um, you know, there's things like um, you know, the lunch wrapping beeswax paper stuff yeah. that you can yeah. use. It's yeah, not that great. Like, it doesn't really hold your sandwiches together, but it's pretty better than the Glad wrap. Yeah, um, they're easy to make yourself too. Are they? People can make. Yeah, people yeah. Can make them. They're yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cut the fabric. Bit of beeswax on it. Melt mm. it in the oven. Is that right? Mm. Done. Wow, we um, oh, so maybe it's a bit more than that. If I'm yeah. making uh, a bit of bread now, like I took two slices of bread into work the other day, and I've been doing it for a long time, I wrap it in um, paper towel, like you know the paper towel you used to wipe your benches. Oh yeah, I wrap my bread in paper towel and you just fold it up. Yeah, um, so you don't have to use plastic or you know even the beeswax. Yeah, right. Uh, things, a lot of different things you can, yeah. you can wrap stuff in. Yeah. Um, Containers, There's options out there. Plastic containers, container. oh, yeah. plastic containers. <laughs> glass containers. <laughs> well, they got a plastic lid. Those glass containers. Yeah, that's like the one drawback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I get, and there's also um, like kitchen utensils made out of wooden, not plastic. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, you got the bamboo toothbrushes now instead of the plastic ones. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of those have been banned anyway. I think you can still have them if you've had, if you still had them oh, around. Oh. Plastic cutlery has been banned. Has it? So yeah, we're soft. We're going sort of plastic free. Mm. Your boy McGowan brought that one in, big fella. Um, but so the the crazy thing is, so I do a little bit of work on mine sites. They have now they spruik plastic free everywhere. You can't bring. They used to hand out plastic takeaway containers for your crib food. You'd go in, you'd fill it up. You know, plastic container, throw it in the bin. Oh yeah, what are they doing now? You got to bring your own. Oh. Which is great, right? Yeah, no, it is really good. Yeah, but then on the other side of it, they make you wear disposable plastic gloves <laughs> to to. So if you go into the the mess, you know you got the big Bay Marie there. You, you know, you're kidding. You got to wear plastic gloves. Plastic these days. gloves. No. What? Just get your own food from the Bay Marie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you get you have the to spoon. wear a mask. Uh, not so much. You just sneeze on the food, but you can't touch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the crazy thing is, yeah, oh, we've banned, you know, they've got wooden wooden cutlery, which is great. Bring your own. Cool. And <laughs> then they've got these like 44-gallon drum bins with full of, <laughs> full of disposable gloves. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, these um stupid so scared of germs and masks that we all love have been a big problem for yeah. microplastics. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely millions, billions, fucking probably trillions of masks that we've made and uh, used and disposed of in the last 2 years because yeah. of all this covid crap. Those yeah, are big, yeah, those many are of big them problem. Do you see still lying around. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. Well, they're everywhere, but they're all yeah. through the ocean. Yeah. They're all through landfill. And uh, I was reading another article I'm not sure if it was a study, but it was a fellow saying that um, because a component of those uh, disposable like surgical masks is plastic, they're finding it in people's lungs now because people living with these bloody masks on. So you're inhaling tiny little bits of microplastic and it's living in your lungs. So, yeah. I wonder if the lady uh, who I saw driving here this morning in a car on her own wearing her mask was thinking of that. <laughs> Go stay safe. Man. Got to protect yourself from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you never know what yourself is going to infect <laughs> yourself. I can't stop but laugh at these people now. And I've got to the point now where I point my finger at the windscreen and laugh at them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just because I just find it ridiculously amusing. And they need to be told it's ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously, I, come on, people. I did. I do think the same thing. And even when people are walking in the street with <laughs> a mind, I'm thinking, what I are saw you one doing? this morning. I'm not going to point and laugh. I just uh, no, each to their man. own. <laughs> what yeah. are you going to do? See like, people like riding skateboards and jogging and stuff with them on occasionally. Jogging. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. How are yeah. you breathing under that thing? Yeah. 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 Well, you're breathing in plastic anyway. You should know if you're one of those. Uh, yeah. Mask people. I can't. You can't tell me that they're not breathing in plastic. I, 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 I even if you're one of those people that wears the mask, you've got to be able to. Th- you've got to be a logical thinker and go. I am probably 
ingesting some of these plastics because they're the cheapest, yeah. shittest masks you can yeah, ever yeah. find, right? Yeah. Whether they're you know high end surgical masks or not. Well, everyone You'd freaks out if someone tries to wear like a cloth mask now. Remember, people were wearing those like bonds, like yeah. cotton. Oh, they don't work. They don't have the same filtration as these yeah. shit fucking plastic N95 <laughs> ones. Jesus, you're going to die. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Well, yeah, we all know they're not probably, doing anything. At least you're probably not ingesting. Micro. Mate, I'd take it. If I had to wear a mask, and I've, you know, very seldom I've worn one, definitely it was always a cotton one. Mm. Those one Bond ones are great because they look like dumb. you're wearing undies on your face. Yeah, they've actually got the Bond's tab on them. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. They look like you're wearing knickers. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have a little like, wife front gap like when you have <laughs> a take <laughs> your dick out for a piss so you can blow your nose? <laughs> little nose <laughs> holder. <laughs> nose pouch. Yeah. That would have been the way to go. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, but back yeah. onto the plastics. Yeah, sorry. We um, digress. Recycling as well is, needs to be another solution. Yeah. And that needs to be, like I think, RFK mentioned it in this that podcast as well. That needs to be fucking sorted out, effective, mm. um, efficient, proper recycling. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even know what my local council does to recycle plastic waste. I fill up my yellow bin and I don't know what the fuck they do with it. Mate, I'll tell you a true story. Half the time, and, and we sort of live in the hills, like a little bit out the way, not sort of in the country country, but definitely – semi-rural, yep. and uh, we just got two bins. So we've got a recycling bin, you know, which is metal, glass, plastic, and then we've got our general waste bin. Not always, but sometimes the truck that picks up the garbage picks up the recycling. So, I mean, yep. you know, yep. I, I don't know if they're doing too much yep. with a lot of it. Yep. Um, some places sort them. Some places do. I, um, I worked with a fellow who worked in a recycling centre for a while, and he said of all the stuff that goes through the recycling centre, over 90% of that, doesn't get recycled. Yeah. Really? They're really looking for the easy, clean pickings and the rest of it's just... Because I often yeah, wonder when you chuck your, like a glass or a stubby, a beer stubby mm. into your yellow bin and it breaks. Is someone really going through that and picking the broken glass out of it to Ow. recycle it? Ow. Ow. <laughs> well, I think Ow. It, it, it comes... If you if you watch some of the videos, there's a it's, it's a... it's a big process. It comes down a conveyor belt and depending on the weights, it goes different places. Yeah. So it may... F- it may fall into a broken glass and they take it to... Oh, okay. Because I don't know what happens to glass. They heat it up again, re-melt, Melt re-smelt it. it again. I don't know. Smelt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, glass is a pollutant. It's probably not as bad as plastic. No. I don't think glass is very bad. It's just silica, mm. really, isn't it? It's yeah. just I yeah. mean, it's sand, beach sand. It end yeah, up, more or less. Eventually ends up as sand, doesn't it? it starts yeah. And it's sand. not like, it's, like it doesn't really float. Like like a plastic bottle can mm. like in, in get flushed out to oceans with. I mean, the worst yeah. thing with glass, with rainwater, glass is particularly uh, toxic. But I think the worst thing with glass is just when it's broken. Obviously, if you're walking on the beach and you got yeah. a thousand glass bottles all smashed up, you're not going to have a very nice time at the beach. But yeah, um, yeah. But I yeah, I think, think recycling. Re- I'd like to just go through all the councils of Perth and see who is actually doing le- legit, effective plastic recycling. And maybe mm. maybe. Um, Maybe households need more education because I think when they recycle them, if they come up, you've got your your um, pasta sauce glass. If you just throw that in the recycling, still with yep shit in the bottle, twenty mil of you know yeah pl- pasta sauce in there. They they just put that and they throw it. So you got to clean it out. Yeah, so I think you've got to take it. the label off, don't you? I don't know about that. I heard, but. That's really? possible. The label needs to come off and it needs to be clean. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In a plastic th- bottle for everything. I think people Fuck would that. do that if they if they knew. Trying it's to remove not hard. Have you trying to remove a label off a plastic bottle? Yeah, Soak in a, a bit of water for 10 minutes. You like, it in hot water. You can put it through a dishwasher or something, but you always get yeah. that glue yeah. stuck on it. Same with uh, bottles, I believe. If the, the lid is screwed onto it, it's a drama. Yeah. You've different got plastic, the lid, yeah. different plastics. If you want it to get done, because no, no, no guy at the sorting facility is gonna. Yeah, right. You know, so got to be separate. Yeah, even when you take your gotchas. containers, yeah. change ten cent, you got to take the lids off. The biggest problem with plastic, they I think, is it's so cheap to make, and it's. I don't think it's very cost effective to recycle it. Mm. Like I think if you look at um, aluminium tins and stuff like that, I think they're it's relatively cost effective to recycle that. It's a relatively easy process. Crunch it up, smelt it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your local smelt. <laughs> yeah. I think plastic's a little bit, uh, a bit harder and like not necessarily very cost effective. So no one really wants to do it. I think, yeah, like right. you said, we want a virtue signal and want to talk about how good we are. But I think it's much easier just to make fresh plastic, put that shit in the ground. Yeah, 
Yeah. I don't condone that, but I'm saying that's I think that's like where we're at. Yeah. One of the biggest problems. Yeah. Yeah, there right. are solutions and there are little bits and pieces you can do as yeah. an individual. Yeah, Isn't it a shame that as people we can't track the impact of the plastic that we use? Like going back to that turtle story where you're saying the straw was stuck up the turtle's nose. Imagine if somehow, you know, through some tracking, come back and be like, that was a straw you got from McDonald's back in 2003 or something. Yeah. You'd be devastated. Yeah. But it's just... Well, not even to the point of the consumer, but to the organisation from where, from where it comes. So, okay, yeah. there's a McDonald's imprint in the Oh, straw, yes, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Gotcha. So we can identify the corporation that yep. has provided that thing. Mm. You know, a consumer, I guess, if they're buying McDonald's, they've got no choice to use the straw that is provided by mm. McDonald's. Yeah. We've got, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, that'd be. I mean, you could never do it, but just. Yeah. Because I was having a discussion with my wife the other day, and we were saying um, <coughs> we've been doing a lot of uh, renovation in our house uh, recently, and we've just. Um, we just put a shed up and the shed uh, came with steel roller doors. It's a steel shed. And everything is wrapped in plastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the roller door has a, a, a film of plastic on both sides of it to protect the metal. Yeah. So you pull all that off. But by the time I pulled all that off a giant roller door, like a five and a half metre by three metre tall roller door, just that thin film of plastic protecting my roller door um, it was like a whole wheelie bin Filled full, your bin. Of, full yeah. of soft plastic, right? Wow. And then it came in, uh, you know, polystyrene protecting it everywhere and then a plastic wrap around the physical outside of the door, like a giant, you know, massive thing, a glad wrap. It's just, there's so much plastic around. Yeah. And yeah. I was joking to my wife, I was like, imagine if every household was made responsible for their own waste, like like all your waste, not just plastic, but everything else, for like a month. Yeah. So the local council said to you, for one month, you can't go to the tip, there's no trucks coming past, or a year. You know, mm. deal with all your own waste. You'd really stop and look at it and go, holy shit, I've got yeah. to make some changes here. You but would or you'd burn it. Well, you'd burn it, yeah, exactly. But It'd you be would at least have a giant pile of trash. Yep. You'd be like, geez, I'm I'm making yep. some environmental impact here. Yeah. But it's pretty easy, you know, you chuck it in the bin, the truck comes, you don't really think about it. Yeah. Oh, and you feel great, don't you, when you, you put know? your recyclables in the yellow bin? You think, oh, oh I'm, yeah, making a difference. I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Doing the right, you know? yeah. But where does it actually go? That's where what does I it ask go? myself. But I, I was asking myself, I was thinking about this roller door, and I was thinking, what are my options here? There's no option to yeah. call them up and be like, hey, uh, when you manufacture that door, don't put the plastic wrap on it. Yeah. Or can, when you when you order yeah, it, can you say, oh, I like the plastic do- uh, the door, please, but without the plastic uh, covering? Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, um, oh, I'm going to buy a new uh, dishwasher. I don't want it to come with polystyrene all around it. I just want to pick it up from the factory. I just want to drive it home. Don't package it. No, nah, not happening. Yeah. It's, well, um, it's, yeah, uh, the, the company will say, well, we've got a duty of care to get it to you without a scratch because if it's got a scratch on it, yeah. are you going to cop the? Are you going to cop that it's got a scratch on it? And you put, uh, I don't know. You, no, I don't want a scratch. I don't want a scratch. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like you said earlier, Dave. This is this is one of the biggest problems the world is facing, and it's really not discussed yeah. enough. I know it's it's talked about a lot, I think, but yeah. <laughs> it needs to be. It need, there needs to be a real hard think about what we do with them. I reckon. I mean, I think this is one of the things that's really affecting our fertility as a race, like more than anything else. This sort yeah. of endocrine yeah. disrupting. Um, the phthalates that are in the plastics. Yeah. You, you, like when we, you're consuming or, you know, getting those little microplastics, you, you're consuming those and they're a yeah. massive endocrine disruptor. Did you we know? talk about the taints last time? I yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Joe Rogan's big on the taint yeah. thing, eh? He I just listened to a snippet that. of him interviewing that scientist this morning and she was Shauna talking about... Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. yeah. And she was talking about um, oh, rats but also... Um, pregnant human mothers yeah. and whether or not they uh, have phthalates in their urine because it's excreted in your urine during yeah. pregnancy and then the taint size and it's crazy. Rogan, like, Rogan like was... Guys are really getting affected by this, like yeah. small yeah. penis, smaller scrotum, yeah. um, you know, shorter taint and much less fertility. Yeah. Like they were saying the average taint size for an uh, adult human is uh, two inches. That's a sort of average uh, for a male. If it's less than that, uh, and that can be directly traced back to phthalate exposure from your mother during pregnancy, uh, you're seven times more likely to be subfertile. Not infertile, but subfertile. Seven yeah, times right. more likely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we've got a massive um, decrease in fertility. Yeah. Um, 
And there's a massive de- decrease in boys being born because yeah. the, the phthalates are exactly. affecting the the Y chromosome. Yes. Um, uh, well, she spoke production. about that because during uh, very early gestation, and she spoke about it in rats at something like day 15 where the genitalia goes, there's just a generic little sort of ridge. And uh, with this phthalate exposure, it basically affects the expression of uh, like testosterone, which works out essentially whether or not you're going to be a boy or a girl and all this sort of stuff. And it's crazy. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very concerning, but I think mm. especially for male, uh, yeah. not just humans, but animals as well, it's really... It's it's super detrimental. Yeah, like not that it's not for females, but just in that specific instance, like yeah. it's um, it's really affecting us. Well, it's a um, it's a sort of a, a type of population control, isn't it? Really, if you're well, maybe we're going to sort of sort it out on our own in the end. Maybe the plastics are a big negative feedback loop, and they're going to just keep knocking down our population so yeah. much, which will reduce our plastic consumption. And mm. fuck, I don't know. It's not, well, they it's talk not about rosy, but you know the next big extinction. Yeah, the seventh or sixth extinction. In the world. It makes me and think about, do you guys remember us. the story of like, you know, the great Roman Empire and everything and the thing that was there undoing was like lead water pipes? Oh, <laughs> right. I don't know if that's true or not, yeah. but it's something I've heard about. With Probably. It, you know. Jamie, look that up. No, <laughs> but uh, maybe, you know, if that was a thing, maybe plastics are yeah. our lead water pipe. Yeah. yeah. Or if there's no, less males being born... There's going to be more females in the world. The world will be run by females, and there maybe there will just off. be the very small amount of males that become sex slaves to produce <laughs> children. <laughs> all right, all right. This is, well. okay. <laughs> this is a TV show, but unfortunately, those males that are left will be very sub males, so they'll probably have very small block and tackle, and yeah, not really. Uh, and they'll be identified well. early on in, in um, teenage years, and they'll just be put out to the salt mines. Oh, yeah. they'll, they'll just be left. <laughs> like, you've got a small dick yeah. and a small. Come on, let um, me measure your taint. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a small tank. You're out to the mines. Off you go. Come on, little fella. Off yeah. you go. <laughs> go clean up that plastic mine. out there, son. Yeah. <laughs> Just be feeding plastic into an incinerator all day. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Cursing it. Damn this plastic. Well, that's the thing. It's what, what got me here in the first place. That's the thing about salt too, isn't it? It's full of microplastics. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't they uh, reckon that... Um, is that because it comes from the sea? Yeah. 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 So if, you, you know, if you're getting salt, you've got to be... Jeez. Worrying where it's coming from. Because don't I reckon, is there something about Himalayan salt or something? Or salt yeah, inland. Inland salt is better yeah. than ocean salt. Better, yeah. I get some WA lake bed salt. Yeah. Something. Lake Deborah. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Um, I always had this illusion in my mind that like Australia was very clean and what we didn't really have a microplastic issue necessarily as much in australia and i always thought oh if i'm gonna eat fish um especially i'm gonna have like big fish like not your sardine mackerel anchovies which sort of less mercury but if i was gonna have like a piece of snapper or something like that i always tried to get a west australian um you know wild caught bit of fish and i always thought oh yeah that won't um you know contain any plastic because we're very clean over here and you don't see a lot of plastic on the beaches well i came across another study from flinders university um here in south australia and they surveyed a whole bunch of different beaches throughout South Australia, um, from sort of like metropolitan ones to some quite remote ones. And they found quite a high level of microplastics in every single beach that they surveyed in South Australia, including one which was in a place called uh, Coffin Bay, which is apparently oh, yeah. quite remote, um, not much industry, no reason for plastic to be there. And apparently it was just all over the shop. So wow, can't necessarily obviously see it because it's microplastic. It's very small um, particles. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think it really is everywhere. Coffin Bay sounds like a really appealing place. Oh, it's lovely. Away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great spot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I live there. I think it was Coffin Bay. Taken yeah, by was, a yeah, big Coffin white Bay. shark or something. Yeah, like yeah that. probably. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well. Or yeah, plastics. Dolphin long-term plastic exposure. Mm. Yeah, right. That's crazy. So, was there a study to show the beaches in Perth or Western Australia? I, I, I didn't come across one, but yeah. I sort of thought. Um, yeah. If that's happening in South Australia, Australia, nothing's coming up from the Great Southern Ocean, the Antarctic, you know, the Southern Ocean. Like it would really just be what they are sort of producing or obviously just a a earth-wide, you know, sort of global problem where, you know, just the currents and everything are slowly circulating these. Like you said, it's a swarm. It's like a swarm of um, smog, you know. It's so small now, Mm. all these little microplastics. And you think of uh, WA beaches, we're more exposed to some third world areas. So Africa yeah, to our in west. North, uh, Bali and that. Uh, Indonesia, Indonesia and yeah. the subcontinent, uh, India and so yep. on, Sri Lanka in the north. Yep. Uh, yeah. Interesting. 
you think all those oceans would do the same thing as the Pacific, where the Pacific meets, you know? Mm. Gather it all up. Gather it all up. Mm. It's miles away, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a big we'll ocean out there, mate. Ocean, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You can't see it. Can't, can't see, see it. it. Can't kill you. Yeah. yeah. Ignorance is bliss. But I tell you, man, have a look at the turtle video. Yeah. It'll uh, yeah. Anyone listening to this, have a look at it. It'll make you realise that the impact that we're, we're doing to marine life. It's yeah. just mm. fucking phenomenal. But there is some great information out there. Like I know last few weeks, even <laughs> even the whole podcast is a little bit doom and gloom. You've got to do this for your health. You've, health, you've got to do that. You know, cold plunge, can't eat this, can't eat that. It, there are solutions and I think plastics, if, if you want to, even if you just want to feel good about what you're doing, feel like you're making a difference, there are things that you can do. You know, getting rid of soft plastics, you can go to these sort of weigh and pay stores, put them in your own jars. Yep. Um, hopefully, hopefully they're they're getting some soft plastic recycling sort of stuff sorted out, mm. so that we can move forward with that. But there oh, are things oh, you can mate, do. You can empower yourself with that's it knowledge yep. and a bit of change change your ways a little bit. Yeah. Uh, to make a big difference, not yep. for your own, just for your own personal health and your family's health. Yeah. But also for the environment. Yep. You know? uh, and yeah. And. It's, it's not hard. No. And most of the stuff, probably all three of us do, and many listeners, mm. are probably doing things for their health. And a lot of the stuff, even if you're reducing your soft plastic use, like you were talking about, putting the block broccoli in a plastic bag, no need. Mm. No. If, if you want to be healthier and not worry about having this small taint, then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, make, make some changes. And they're not hard to do, and it's not... There's tons of easy ones. There's tons yeah. of lot low hanging fruit before you get to the difficult to solve ones. Yeah, you know, go and buy yourself a stainless steel water bottle. Yep, yep. Um, you yeah. know, buy the bamboo toothbrush yep. instead of the plastic one. I'll tell you a good one I came across, which uh, also saves me money and makes me feel good. I was always buying those bloody. Uh, I got a job where I'm required to shave. I have to be clean shaven. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, you and I talking about this five or six years ago. Um, I was always buying those bloody razors with the five blades and. You know, the throwaway head, and they last, I don't know, what do they last? A couple of weeks. Four shaves. You know, four shaves. Yeah. Chucking that little plastic head with those things. Never getting recycled, you know. It's got yep. five or seven or whatever many razor blades in it. Nine now, probably. Plastic. Um, I bought myself a stainless steel, um, it's called a dual edge razor. Yep. Um, so the whole thing is made of stainless steel, and you literally just buy the um, steel razor blades, which are either steel or stainless steel. Um, which break one, down? Well, Eventually. I mean, it's metal, so I mean, it'll just rust and it'll return back to its elemental. It's definitely not yep. plastic. Yeah. Uh, it's a feel-good one, but the reason it's good as well is it actually saves me a lot of money. Yeah. Those um, triple multi-blade razor things are quite expensive. Where'd you get this from, mate? Mate, uh, I went to Shaver Shop, like Shaver like, Shop yeah. or something oh, like that, yeah. some sort of online Australian store. Yeah. Is it I, like paid about, um, I paid about $50 for the actual um, stainless steel, like made in Germany, sort of high-end little razor blade. Yeah. Which I reckon it'll probably last me my whole life. Yeah. Um, and I well, bought... Horsehair brush to put the soap on. I did buy a horsehair brush, yeah. yeah. Wood, wood handle horsehair brush for my soap. And let wait um, wait for the vegans to yell out... Yeah. You have a horsehair brush. Well, they but, just trimmed his tail. The hair grows. <laughs> yeah. But what's the what's the alternative to that? What's the alternative? Plastic bristles. It's plastic. Yep. And it's microplastic. Yep. So, you know... Once you get you used to get the smell of a horse on your face, you'll yeah, never go back. That's it. <laughs> you can get all righteous about, you know... Not harming animals and whatnot, but yep. the well, I mean, solution I've, is, I've, oh, not leather shoes. Well, not leather shoes is fucking plastic. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, horsehair brush. Well, I we don't have horsehair. Yep. Well, the, the option is plastic. Mate, I reckon when I bought that brush, I reckon there was actually a disclaimer that horses weren't killed to make it or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. It came from like the grooming of horses yeah. or something. So Yeah. But, uh, you know, same, my, yeah. my soap, I use some hippy-dippy organic shaving soap, which comes in a metal tin. Yeah. So I use that as my dish. So I put my uh, brush in there. Yeah, yeah. It saves me a hell of a lot of money. I can shave for a whole year for probably like 15 bucks worth of blades. Because yeah. you wow. buy a pack of um, 100 yeah, of those blades. Like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. I buy packs of either 50 or 100. I think you can get a pack of 100, depending on the blade you get, for like 20 bucks. Yeah. And do you replace the blade pretty much like do you do a Stanley trimmer? Yeah, like, does it just sort of slide so into the back of the, the blade, the, uh, the handle? Um, the end of the shaft of the blade has a little screw thing, and you undo it, yeah. and then the top comes off, and you just insert another blade and screw it down again. It takes, like, five seconds. I want to get myself one of those. I reckon yeah. I'll probably get eight shaves out of one blade. 
Yeah, right. Um, I'd probably get so 16 then because I'm not a very hairy man. Yeah, and yeah. you can get right into the science of different sharpness of the blades, but essentially there's no um, plastic. Wow. So. That's a great call, Smithy. Yeah, it's but wrapped, I mean, there's so wrapped many in little paper things. The it's wrapped in paper. Yeah, exactly. The blades yeah, right. come in a little cardboard yeah. box. Yeah. This is five. from places like um, the Shaver Shop. I don't think it was Shaver Shop. I think it was somewhere else. But the, if you just go online and yeah. uh, I think they're called a dual edge razor. Dual edge razor. Or safety um, safety edge razor, same thing. Safety edge yeah. razor. Safety edge razor. Uh, you mean? know, your initial outlay would probably be like seventy dollars. Yeah. yeah. But right. I remember buying those. Um, you know, fancy plastic multi blade. Yeah. Razors and for a pack of five, it was oh, something like twenty five dollars. It was yeah, really crazy. expensive. Like yeah. I remember you do a shop, be like, oh bloody hell, I got to buy freaking blades this yeah, week. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and they're just going straight into yeah. landfill or the ocean. Yeah. Place, places that I was talking about, wasteless pantry is a place that sells them. Yeah, they're all wasteless. Yeah, there used pantry. to be one in Greenwood. There's one in Bayswater. There's I yep. think there's one up your way. Smith. There is. Yeah, there's yeah. one in Mundaring. There's another one. There's another place way and pay. They they yep. kind of do those kind of things. Yep. Mate, co-ops. Yeah. We buy a lot of our food yeah. from co-ops and the stuff comes in giant quantities. And yep. then you go and just measure your own stuff out, take it home in whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm saying these these places sell those kind of razors as well. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yep. with you. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, we buy our pasta sauce now in yeah. glass jars. Yeah. I can get glass jars with a steel lid. Because um, people probably don't know as well, and I think we touched on it in our last episode, all those tins yeah. all have a coating. Yeah, I know. Just BPA. Yeah. yeah. If you buy any tin food, I'm not saying I eat no tin food because sometimes there's just some stuff you can't get that's in tins, but yeah. I'll try and minimise it. It's all got BPA on the yeah. inside. Yeah. And so. same as, um, that's why I've tried to avoid uh, drinking beer out of a can. Yeah, out of the tins. Yeah, tinnies. Inside yeah. of the can is uh, lined as exactly. well with that shit. Yeah, they do it to stop it um, corroding or whatever. Yeah, so. corroding the, the al- uh, aluminium yeah. can. So there's tons of like little choices you can make every day that can make like a real big yeah. difference. You know, get yourself a coffee, keep cup. Yep. Be like that yeah. hipster that takes your cup down the cafe. You don't get yep. a, you know, if you're going to have it, have it in the store so you're drinking yeah. out of glass or whatever. Yeah. I don't buy, I don't buy a coffee anymore unless I can nah. put it in my takeaway yeah. cup. Nah. If I forget it, I don't get a coffee. Yeah, those it's glass um, containers you cook in are very inexpensive now. Yeah. Uh, they used to be quite expensive yeah. sort of when they were less uh, fashionable. Yeah. You can chuck out all your plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot uh, people can do. Yeah. A bit of homework, a bit of research. Heaps. There's heaps, yeah. Like the people that are doing doing things. Knowledge is power. You go and look it up. And yeah. Yeah. Really if you're interested, me. get in. Yeah, get out there. Yeah. And Just change your super habitual stuff. Like if you're a person that drinks out of a plastic water bottle every day, like a you know, fresh one every day, you go and buy your slab of 24 bottles. It's yeah. so easy to go and get a stainless steel thing. It'll last forever. Yeah. Better water. Yeah. You know, cheaper. Yeah. So there's a lot you can do. Yeah. There is a... Good yep. stuff. Yep. As yeah. I chew on my plastic pen while we talk. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself a feather, dip it in ink. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you want me to finish with a joke? Go on, on then. A plastic a joke. joke. I've got a couple, but I'll just... I'll Give us a couple. Come on. Well, look, the first one was a bit crude. It was like, you know, we wouldn't have to um, ban plastic straws if only the sea turtles would lay off the coke. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> Did you come up with that yourself? That was pretty good. No. But this one, a grocery, oh. a grocery bag boy asked the customer... Paper or plastic bag, sir. Remember back in the day, they'd, yeah. give, you know, ask, they'd, they'd yep. fill the Paper bag for you. Yep. Paper or plastic bag. And the customer replied, whatever you pick. As the boy, a bag boy reached for a paper bag, he said, sorry, sir, baggers can't be choosers. Oh, guitars. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, well done, guys. Thank you, boys. See, See you next time. See you next time.